off the ball. Andy Farrell was almost giddy. Yeah. At yeah. the late with He wants yeah. everything yeah. thrown at them as much as possible before he was like, the this World is per- I couldn't have planned this yes. better. This could happen Maybe the he did. Cup. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Ryan O'Dwyer, we've got a final in the Leinster Senior Club Hurling Championship of Ballyhale Shamrocks against Kilmacook Croaks. Just to ask you a general question first, are you surprised at the two finals or is that how you expected it to go? No, I, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, before there was a game played in Leinster this year, after the county finals, I said, well, look, if they don't, if they avoid each other, because I didn't know the draw, if they avoid each other along the way, it's a Croaks Ballyhale final. Um, and look, when you look at all the teams involved, they probably are the two best in Leinster at the moment. It wasn't that some team was caught along the way. Like Nace bet Shinron well. Um, Mullins bet, uh, bet Ferns well. Castletown got bet. Clap Valley College got bet. Like they, they were all bet well. And then you saw the, I suppose, the cream come to the top there today with Crokes, which I think, now this is just a personal thing, I think they, they played within themselves today because they, they were allowed. Um, I think the next day, because they're playing against better opposition, I think they'll play better. Um, and I think, look, I think Ballyhale will bring it as well the next day. They'll know that they're going to have the game ahead of them the next day, so they, they, they need to play to their best as well. We should give great credit to Nice, because uh, in their match against Ballyhale, Shamrocks, they took a really good lead. They could have taken a bigger lead if it hadn't been for the Ballyhale, Shamrocks keeper being in such good form. But um, I know you were saying to me pre-match off-air, you were saying that this nice side, they've got a lot of developing to do still. There's still a lot of young players in there. Yeah, but this will bring them on, won't it? Oh, massively, massively. They're, like, there's three players in that nice team that are 30. All the rest, and they're not into their 30s, they're actually 30, uh, or, or turning 30 this year. Uh, the rest are mid-20s, early-20s. So like, they have a lot to look forward to. They're after winning four in a row in Kildare now. They won dollar in club last year um, against against a good team from Kerry managed by John Myler. Um, so they, they they should be very proud of the year that they've done. They came up to Leinster Senior Championship. Uh, they beat uh, an awfully team that awfully team awfully club teams are always competitive in Leinster. Uh, they bet them. They went on today. If you like. I was, I was chatting to the, the stats man up, up there for, uh, for Ballyhale and he said, geez, for the first half I thought I was marking the wrong team um, because Nace just came out. Like, they, their, their attitude was phenomenal. Like, they came out hooking and blocking, harassing lads. They were just in their face. And like there, now I have the stats right down myself, but in the first 20 minutes it was 1-6 to 5 points. But Nace had uh, got three blocked goals, saved shots, uh, so now one, the goal they got actually came off one of the saved shots so we'll leave that one off but they could have had two other goals and they drove eight wides in that 20 minutes uh, whereas Ballyhale only drove one wide in that 20 minute period so if Nace had made use of those those chances those scores even half of them if they scored one of the goals and scored half the, the shots instead of putting wides they'd have been a further seven points ahead like that would have been phenomenal and yeah, I suppose you'd have, you'd have seen um, I suppose the squeaky bum time then from, <laughs> from uh, Ballyhale but look Ballyhale showed what champions are made of uh, they didn't come out there f- the first time they, they won uh, Leinster there recently they didn't come out and blitz every team away in, or sorry first time they won the county recently they didn't come out and blitz every team away in Leinster so you look at Nace they can be very proud of their year they're only going to get better year after year after year um, and it's about I, I suppose 
this is from the club point of view it's not about just focusing on that senior team now they, they still need to focus on the underage and have that conveyor belt coming through like Kilmacud have for the last couple of years just the conveyor belt coming through of constant players that are, are stepping up to, to senior level um, so look the, it was a good day overall for an ace fair play to him and I'm delighted for them in so much shows their performance I suppose the last 10 minutes of the game was uh, it was free hurling there was a lot of loose hurling and it was kind of a nearly a it kind of turned into a bit of a practice match in the end yeah. but look for for 50 minutes very very competitive so yeah they can hold their head up high and we know what body health Sharmucks are good at um, and especially from an attacking sense but is there anything there that their manager Pat Hoban might be looking at that he'd have maybe little concerns over going into the into the final um, well judging from today's game they for Ballyhale they have to say right we can't afford to start slow because Crokes are a good team they're a fit team conditioned very well and you could see that there today the way they're playing against Mullins much better condition Ballyhale can't start slow the last day like they did today they're not going to get a second chance uh, to, to start and, and start slow and then come back at it like they like they did today they won't get that against Kilmacud looking at Kilmacud Croaks against Mullins then because uh, it just seemed it was a bit of a mismatch and Mullins have had a great year and their their manager Morris Aylward like a hurling man through and through in fact I heard from one of our colleagues down below that's the first time he's come to Croke Park and experienced a defeat which says an awful, awful lot about that man yeah, who yeah. steps away from the game now and his team really have done him proud throughout the year. Yeah. Oh, look, I suppose, it, look, it's like any team that, that win a county championship and get bet along the way, whether it is Munster or Leinster or Ulster or whatever, if they get bet along the way, they can still hold their head up high and say they want, they're, the, they're the best team in their county. So fair play to Mullins. They, they came out of, uh, of uh, Carlow they came up against Ferns I suppose at a bit of a disadvantage for both teams because the, the, the way the championship is structured down there they run off the Hurling Championship and then they go to the Football Championship so there's a long there break 14 weeks I believe yeah there's a game. long break yeah. for, for both teams now for Ferns and, and for Mullins now there's a long break between finishing up the county it's great that they can go enjoy themselves for a few days and then uh, get back on track but it's the competitive match practice that you need because if you're playing a challenge match this time of year you're probably going to be coming up against someone that is already that that's still in the championship that you might come up against again so it's very hard to maybe, maybe those county boroughs need to restructure themselves or have a look or analyse it themselves but I do think that that long break it, it didn't do Ferns any favour the last day and it didn't do Mullins any favour today um, but look you can't take can't say oh a hard look Ferns like Crokes like I said already I think they played within themselves today but I think they're capable of far far better than that so Crokes I, I'm looking forward to the final now it's go, I think it's going to be a cracker I think it's great from a Crokes point of view um, the way you have the double header with the, the football next week I know it's going to be a, a pain for uh, Brian Shee having to decide which one is he doing <laughs> or uh, whatever but look the, the man there's a good relationship out there between the hurling and football they'll organise that themselves um, but it's great the, whether you're of uh, hurling background or football background next week in Crow Park you're a, a Crokes man and I think that's that's great for the club and especially with the, the ladies footballers already winning, winning Lens this year I know they got bet today but that, that's phenomenal to have three team three senior teams in your club 
to, to get to Leinster finals alone win them that, that's phenomenal and I suppose looking at next week footballers yeah you, you, you would fancy the footballers um, they're nearly like a professional setup as regards the, the inter-county your, your, your typical inter-county team there could be a lot of inter-county teams the hurling I think because it's new to them you would hope the 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 event won't get to them I don't think it will but you'd hope it won't and the, the opposition they're playing against as well like you, you would have to fancy Ballyhale but I will still uh I said, my heart is going cold. I'm going to say Kilmacud. <laughs> Just on on Kilmacud as well, because temperament is, and and I suppose how you go into a game is so important to try and keep cool, calm heads. We saw Bill O'Carroll. I think that there's consensus among the coaching staff on both sides that he should have got the red card for that challenge early in the game. And um, he didn't get the red card, but Croaks took him off moments later. And I spoke to the Croaks management. They they admitted, look, they didn't want a player with the red card. It seemed like it could have been going that way, yeah. even though he didn't get it for the first instant. But that's something they'll have to be really mindful of going into the final because Ballyhale Shamrocks will look for any kind of a weakness in the oh, opposition certainly. team. Oh, certainly. Look, well, not just Ballyhale, any Kilkenny team focus on, on any little weak chink in your armour and they will expose it. I'm not saying Bill is the weak chink in the armour, yeah, no, yeah, but of like, course. yeah, I think today, look, there is. I was chatting to a few people there. There is other refs that might have given a, a red there. Um, that's not to say it deserved a red. Um, I think John Keenan, uh, look, Brian Cavan is after retiring uh, there a couple of years ago. I think the best refs now, uh, there's, there's only two or three, in my opinion, there's only two or three refs there that I would classify as top, top refs. John Keenan is one of them. You saw last year's Munster final. They say man the match and that was, was John Keenan because he just let it go. He let it go there today as well. Um, like I said, some people say Bill could have got sent off. Um, I think with the second incident, I think a combination of both of them, I think it may possibly did warrant a red, but I think, uh, we'll say two yellows, but I, I think overall, look, they probably did the right thing to take him off because anything could have happened after that. Um, but look, they, they're going forward next day. I don't know what the team is going to be, whether they look at starting Bill or look elsewhere. I don't know what the case is going to be. But I think they're not going to let a stone unturned for Ballyhale. They're going to look at everyone, the Ballyhale players, where they'll be playing. Because you look today, Ballyhale, they didn't stay in the same position. They might have been in, like Colin Fenley was full forward for a few minutes, then went out centre forward. He was over in the wing at one stage as well. But they're going to look at matchups. I think matchups is the key for next week. From a Croke's point of view, I think matchups are key. And you might find yourself cornerback one minute, you might find, your, find yourself centre back marking a, a certain player uh, for the, ne- the next 10 minutes. Well, it's about doing that. And I suppose being open to uh, that you can play in any position. You're, you're, a, you're a hurler, you're not a cornerback, you're a hurler, and you can play in any position. And you're. you're you're assigned to a certain player for a reason because you're good enough to do that. And just to ask you finally then, Ryan, because as a player you know yourself about surface at this time of the year of the pitch is so so it can have such a big effect on a game. And again, speak to Pat Hoban from Kilkenny and Karen Dowling and Croaks. They both mentioned that the, the pitch here is going. We, people might hear that the lawnmowers are going already in the background. They're getting the surface ready uh, for the final. But that. They were saying that it was quite slippy and perhaps the players weren't prepared with regards to their boots and that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I certainly think an aspect of that is the, the pitch was relayed. Um, okay. I read that somewhere there a couple of months ago that the, after the Garrett Brooks gigs, uh, that was, it was basically it was covered for more or less a week and a half or two weeks. 
that they resowed the pitch from uh, soil that was planted out in North County Dublin. So it's a new pitch there. That, uh, even though it looks phenomenal, that takes time to bed in. Yeah, I think in last week's football game as well because I was looking at that there was an awful lot of slipping and slipping like yeah you've no problem if the conditions are bad or torrential rain lads will slip but that hasn't been the case uh, today and last week Um, so yeah they they have to take that into consideration even we'll say take the the pitch out of today when I was playing in Crow Park I always wore six stud boots now I'd be I'd be in bits for three days afterwards <laughs> but it was always six stud boots because all it takes is one slip and that could be the difference in, in winning or losing and even if you're on the full forward line you slip once that could be the difference in winning or losing because it missed time in the challenge or, or missing that goal opportunity or giving the ball up to the opposition to score a goal down the other end you know it, it's so vital so I think look they'll have break after they, they can enjoy the Christmas after but Get your six studs out next week. Get your rugby studs next, ready for next week because you want to have grip on that pitch because it's obvious there today from both games today and the games last week that the pitch is a, it is an issue with, uh, with, I suppose, keeping your footing on it. So the main takeaway is that the losing finalists can then blame Garth Brooks yeah, their, exactly. Exactly. Great stuff, Ryan. Thank L- you. Like, like the song, <laughs> blame it all on my boots or whatever that goes. Um, yeah, look, next week is shaping up to be a great game. Um, like I said, I'm going to call Crokes, but that's my heart calling that.